Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 301 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little bit froggy and stuffed up at the moment, so I, I apologize if I'm not sounding my best. We, also, we will struggle along. I don't actually feel that bad. I think it's allergies or some shit like that. Oh, <clears throat> damn, once again, yeah, we don't want me to get all uh, <clears throat> sounded. That would be gross. Anyways, you guys know the routine. Uh, I'm going to talk about stuff. Uh, feel free to call in to talk about it with me. You can call in and talk about the stuff you want to talk about. I don't mind. Uh, if you don't want to call in, you can always uh, type stuff out in the chat box, and I will try to respond, although I warn you, I'm really bad at that. <laughs> so if I miss your comment, it's not because I'm mean or, or, I'm, or I'm ignoring you. It's because I suck at doing that kind of shit. Mostly, I, have, <laughs> I, I don't multitask well, so it's hard for me to talk and read at the same time. So, um, But we will do the best that we can um let's see it's saturday uh march 27th 2021 uh-oh i'm looking over the corner of my screen it's uh my and it says my connection with you guys is flipping between excellent and poor so hopefully we're not having any uh technical dif difficulties anyways uh like i said it's saturday night the uh, the last show for the week so hopefully we'll have a good one uh let's see what do we want to talk about for me personal day not too bad they uh I may stay a little bit over at my work because uh, uh, of Passover. We are not having a dinner there tonight. The club closes early, but we offered like a carry out cold, a thing that people could go you know, like heat up at home at their home. Um, and I don't normally it's, it's a package. It's like a set package or it's like a one or a package that you can add items to, but they did, did this one a la carte, which made it a lot rougher for the kitchen and semi rougher for me because that meant everything had to go to very specific people. You couldn't in interchange some of the baskets like you can with some of our other events, like the club opening party. We did this, uh, and for about 120 people, but it was the same package for all 120 people. This one, they could order whatever the fuck they want. And we put it in there. We, we had a menu that they could choose from. It wasn't uh, anything that was on our normal menu. Actually, so several things that weren't on our normal menu at all. Um, and like I said, I think we had about 130, 140 for that. Um, and most of the packages were for like four to six people to eat, I think. So it's a fair amount of food. And we are asked them to pick it up between two and four. And I know this time of year, I normally get out of there around three, uh, but they needed me to stay. Not a big deal it, for obvious reasons, because if there's any kind of mistakes or anything like that, they're going to club, call the club and want to talk about it. And that would be my job to take care of. So, you know, I try to make sure they get everything they needed. Um, sometimes I feel like the uh, members are hustling us because, you know, they'll get their order, go home and calls and say, we didn't get such and such. And we'll check with the kitchen. And they'll be like, bullshit, we put that in there. And nine times out of 10, actually 10 times out of 10, the member will end up getting whatever he asked for, assuming we have it left over. Uh, that's the issue that we have sometimes is, you know, chef can only make so much stuff and you don't want to make too much and have a shitload lying around. So for most of these events, uh, he makes a couple extras of whatever the stuff is. Um, we don't tell the members that obviously, <laughs> like we will have some extra in the back. And, and if a member asks for it, we'll tell them no, because <laughs> those extras are for like emergencies, like, uh, uh, like us actually missing an order that we should have as rare as that is. You know, like when they initially read the order, they put down the wrong thing. And so the people didn't get enough when they legitimately ordered that and put it on the thing. That's what those extras are for. But if a member complains enough and he's like a board member or something like that, there's a good chance he's going to end up getting that anyways. Because um, obviously being a service industry, uh, 
the country club is completely about making the members happy since the members own it themselves and it's not a for-profit sort of thing you see all kinds of weird shit happen at the club that wouldn't happen like a normal business uh, so but it, it you know it works the rich people like us so <laughs> and we, we try to give them the best value we possibly can because it's really expensive to be a member there and obviously when you're cutting costs it's what it's one of the first things that can go uh I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Cause it's the country club is an investment. When you join the country club, it's a very large initial payment. That, and then after that, it's monthly fees that, that vary with how long you've been a member there and how much you spend. So on one hand, you can stop going to the country club, you know, and cut it from your expenses fairly easy. Cause obviously it's nothing that you need at all. But on the other hand, at one point, in time in the past you invested a shitload of money to be a member of this club so unless you've been a member for 40 years and are just sick of it well at that point you've obviously gotten the the value out of your uh initial investment but there's been cases where people joined and then resigned like five years later um now granted 90 percent of those times it's because they moved and now they're going to be joining another uh country club so, uh, but there were one or two times where it was, it was financial distress. Uh, so then they, they had to quit. And I guess it was just people that probably over estimated their future income or something like that. Cause clearly, you know, you don't invest a shitload of money in a uh, country club membership and drop out in two or three years, just on a, on a whim. So, but yeah, that's super duper rare where I'm at. I, the 17 years I've been there, I think I've seen that happen twice. Um, <clears throat> Every most of the time, if someone's resigning the country club, it's because one of their either their husband or their wife passed away and that was their thing, so they're not really going to use it anymore. Or, uh, hmm, that's actually the biggest one because uh, when people get divorced, sometimes that means we have two new members. Because, <laughs> uh, depending on the situation, a lot of times when there's a divorce, the just one person keeps that membership. Normally the guy, because nine times out of ten it's the guy that the that uh, applied for the membership in the first place, and you know, and spouses are just included. Um, but occasionally the woman gets the uh, membership. I don't know how that works out. Maybe it's a uh, part of their divorce proceedings or things like that. Uh, and and in certain cases, it's the woman that was uh, the uh, membership person in the first place, because you because know, um, we do have rich female members that don't need a man to give them money <laughs> and i could tell you a couple of those that i think one or two of you two of them you might even recognize their names but obviously i can't do anything like that <laughs> i need my job still oh but the stories i can tell if uh if i ever strike it rich i think i'm gonna write a book about it if i ever wrote sort of things uh because there's all kinds of interesting stories that i just can't tell you because while I've never had to sign a non-disclosure agreement, I could certainly get my ass sued for like, you know, slander or libel. I can't remember which is which. <laughs> or if I was telling tales about these rich people and, and they got wind of it. So, um, and mostly, obviously, I, I could lose my job. <laughs> that would be the big thing. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't have to worry about uh, rich people getting mad at me because I told stories about them. But my management would certainly get mad at me if I told stories about them, like if I uh, included names and things like that, you know. Um, but I realize that doesn't really make for good uh, podcasting topics, especially since I can't name any names or anything like that. So we'll move on from that. 
uh, speaking of podcasts being the other ground, why don't we swing over there and see what they're talking about? <laughs> How do people afford 500k homes? That's the actual thread name on, on the uh, other ground that's been going around for a while. I didn't bother to click on it because it seems like an obvious answer. They have uh, good jobs. Uh, and nowadays, $500,000 is not a ridiculous amount of money for a house. Depending on where you live, it's not even that much of a money for a house. Uh, here in my area, it's $500,000 will get you a, a a really nice house, uh, and but it won't be like a mansion or anything like that. It'll, you'll probably get a big house. Um, like here, let's let's play that game. We're gonna go over to Zillow and see what five hundred thousand dollars will get you in my neighborhood. I live in the uh, Detroit metro Detroit metro area, um, and that covers a lot of ground as far as what things are worth, really. So. Um, so that really, uh, this isn't going to give you much of an indication. I'm more, mostly just curious. Let's see, price range, 500000 to, well, we'll do 525000 just to make it, you know, a little bit of a range and see what pops up in my area. Oh, wow, that's uh, apparently less than, you, than I thought you were going to get. Uh, in my in my actual area, there's only one. There's a, for five hundred and twenty thousand, a three bedroom, two bath, seventeen hundred and thirty six square foot house. Uh, in areas nearby, but not uh, cl super close to me, uh, there, it varies from like two hundred and seventy thousand. Excuse me, two hundred two thousand seven hundred square feet to oh god, I see one for four. That's fourteen hundred square feet. That's five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Um, that's a lot of money for not a very big house. And it's not in an amazing area. It's in Waterford, which varies from okay to kind of crappy because part of it butts up against uh, Pontiac, which is not an awesome city. Um, <clears throat> like the houses in my area, anywhere from, um, well, if you ask Zillow, my house is worth like 160000 but I guarantee I wouldn't get that much for it. It's uh, way too shabby and needs a lot of work. So, um, but most of the houses around me are 260, you know, 230, 320. Uh, but I'm amazed that $500,000, which is like I said, about 33, two or $300,000 more than the houses around here doesn't get you anything more as far as like size. Cause all the, I have the smallest house on my block. Mine's about a thousand square feet. Most of the other ones range between 1200 square feet to like 1800 square feet. One or two of them are probably over 2000 cause they built up a second uh, story and, and made themselves a fairly big house. Um, so I would, I'd have to look at the listings to see why they're trying to sell those uh, for so much more for not any more house. Uh, I would assume like the fixtures are inside or, you know, what? I got to go look at the Waterford one. <laughs> that's the one that, that's the one that stands out to me because Waterford is not a great area. Waterford does have some expensive houses because it, uh, uh, has a lot of lakes. So, you know, um, and, and obviously anything on the water is always more expensive, but, uh, it's not a, like an amazing area or anything like that. Let's see why they want this thing to. <laughs> well, I called that one pretty quick. The uh, overview says, like lake life is waiting for you on Chipman Drive. See, I knew it had to be a lake house for it to be that kind of crazy money. Um, I'm looking at it, but... Oh, uh, yeah, I got... It's kind of on the lake. <laughs> it's got, uh, like, a little inlet that ro rolls up to it, but there's, uh, like, land on either side of it. So, I... Which lake is that? That's a good question. On uh, 
Cass Lake, and that's uh, that's actually a pretty big lake. So, um, meh, it, it looks like it has a dock and those sort of things. So, I guess if you're into the boating life, that would be not a bad house to buy if your money. That's uh, where the extra two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand is going to. So that uh, that um, that makes a little more sense. The juicer just said, my wife worked at Pebble Beach. She was there when John Travolta got busted with a limo driver. Caught drunk and making out. <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> a lot of times what's going on in the chat box has nothing at all to do with what I'm talking about. Because uh, I'll tell you guys that listen to this pre-recorded. I've said it before and I'll say it again. <clears throat> you really need to listen to the uh, show live. The chat box is the star of the show. I'm just kind of like background noise. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, definitely listen in, uh, live. It's a way better experience. Plus it gives me more people to call in because I hate doing these shows all by myself, you know? Oh, okay. Do you say that? That makes sense. Cause you're, I was talking about my NDA or lack of NDA. <laughs> Wolf Castle says he's just here to see Adam Hunter. I don't believe he'll be on tonight, sir. I mean, you never know. Stranger things have happened, but I've already talked to him. Oh, that's what I should tell you guys about. We were supposed to have a comedian, Adam Hunter, on yesterday. Unfortunately, he was not able to make it. Apparently, I was not clear in, in the uh, information that I gave him, which makes it entirely my fault. And he thought it was 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So, <laughs> so, like I said, that's totally my fault. Uh, I should have been more clear on that. But, you know, uh, he's being cool, says he's perfectly willing to reschedule on a different day. We're currently looking at Tuesday. He said he had to get back to me at what time. So I warned you guys that not only is it going to be on a day that I don't normally do a show, it's probably going to be fairly early. So I'm hoping some of you guys will be able to stop by, but I, we won't have most of our normal crew for the show, which bums me out because I was really looking forward to you guys calling in and asking them questions. So if any of you could possibly make it, I don't even have the time yet. I suspect it's going to be like two or three o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. So we'll do what we can. So uh, I will work around the talent, obviously. So if he if that's what he needs, that's what we'll do. And even if it's not a lively live show like it normally is, it'll be pre-recorded and, and the, you know, that that will be nice regardless. So anyways, that's what's going on with that. Once again, I'm sorry it didn't work out last night. Uh, didn't mean to get you guys' hopes up, but it is still in the pipes. He's perfectly willing to come on. I did not contact a fake Adam Hunter. I was not mistaken. He didn't just decide to bail after he heard how bad the show was. So... So it's, it's okay. We're going to be fine. Wolfcastle says he looks, uh, Adam Hunter looks like Michael J. Fox in some pictures. <laughs> uh, shit. All right, let's see. Let's go back over to the other ground, see what uh, they got going on. Oh, shit. Uh, apparently I need this, read this for my own personal value. Apparently the uh, uh, forum is moving in a couple of days. I kind of, uh, I kind of lost track of it. I, I joined on when they started testing it for like two days and then kind of forgot about it. So apparently the uh, other ground, which is the forum that this podcast sprang from, is going to be moving over to a new platform, which is probably good because it's kind of uh, old and um, archaic compared to most websites nowadays. But it is a bummer because you know it's. Uh, going to be, a, like, like this thread says, the end of an era. I wasn't even around for the first one. Apparently, this isn't the first time it's, it's happened. Back in, like, 2000 or 2001, the forum migrated over to here and reset everything's uh, um, 
and like reset everything. So from what I understand, when we move over there, all, everything won't be reset. We'll still have you know, all of our normal posts and threads and you won't have to re- make a new account. They're going to migrate them all over. But I imagine that's going to be a shit show for about a week or two. <laughs> so I imagine I will be on here at, at least once or twice saying how poor of a job that they've done. <laughs> Tith says I'm going to be featured in Adam's next stand-up for sure. I doubt it. You guys know I'm a professional interviewer. I will keep it together. I certainly won't give him any personal details about myself. Jeez, we want him to think it's a real show. <laughs> See, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn that thing you guys are telling me about by about oversharing and keep more shit to myself. Oh, the juicer, that's a great idea. He said, make a show about the move. Have Chris come on for a Q and A. That's a great idea. We've had Kirk on, so I don't see why Chris wouldn't mind coming on. Dude, awesome. Did, you know what? I have to let me step aside for a second. The juicer has been an awesome person for this entire show. Uh, I owe him a lot, actually. He's come up with a lot of great ideas. Um, he's always given good constructive criticism. He gave the constru- constructive criticism that drove Dalton off, so I owe him quite a bit for that. Um, he created the uh, secret chat channel that uh, I and some of the listeners talk on. And seriously, dude, I, I appreciate that. Dude, you've been nothing but awesome. Which is why, I, at the end of every show, I thank him for it. <laughs> Anyways, looks like you're too uh, sappy about it. All right, let's swing back on over to the OG. Uh, that cash me outside girl is has turned 18 today. I don't need to click on that thread. <laughs> Yay for social media. You know, I like social media. Don't get me wrong. I spend my entire day on it. That's how I amuse myself and talk to people for the most part. So I'm on Facebook, not as much as I used to, but I, I barely post on it, but I at least read through it quite a bit. Um, I'm on that, the other ground, underground forum that I mentioned to you guys before. I'm on Twitter. Um, and when I'm home, I'm using myself. I'm on YouTube, but mostly just watching, you know, watching different videos and such. Um, and I like it quite a bit. It's how I interact with people. Uh, not the YouTube part, but the rest of it. Uh, but I totally can see how it's fucked up an entire generation of kids. You know, me and the other old people came into this kind of thing late in our life it, it hasn't structurally changed who we are really it's just you know allowed us to amplify and put our personality out to the to the world a little bit more but kids being molded by this entire you know social media generation are are coming out completely different than obviously than our day uh, and i can't say if that's a good thing or a bad de- thing because obviously we were completely different than our ancestors you know a generation or two ago that didn't have like fucking uh walkmans and fi- i'm trying to think of 70s and 80s and 90s fucking technology um so when like people in the 30s when they are our, our age they were completely different people because of what they were molded by and i have no clue where the fuck i'm going with this guys <laughs> shit apparently despite the fact that i did not get home to uh Long before I had to start the show, I, I managed to smoke way too much pot. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame the pot. That's a good idea, right? It can't possibly because I'm fucking long-winded and like to talk about nothing. <laughs> oh, let's see. They're still talking about the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I heard they're going to try to put out like a black and white version of it, like of, you know, and they're going to call it Justice League Gray. Uh, 
And uh, then after that, they're just going to put like a green toned version of it and just call it, give us fucking money. <laughs> Although, uh, I don't know. Let's see. F no bro. Lol said, Jay, why are you the only one on discord? That isn't a mod. Well, because I used to be a, a mod and then I accidentally, uh, uh, ban someone from the channel because, you know, by butt dialing or something, or you know, having it in my hand without realizing it's on Discord or something. I think it was tits that I uh, banned. So, and it wasn't on purpose. I had no clue. You know, they're like, "You banned tits." I'm like, "No, no, I didn't." And uh, someone else was checking the logs. Like, yeah, that was you. I'm like, "Why the fuck would I ban him, dude? Really, I like the dude." They're like, "Dude, it was you." I'm like, "I have nothing to say about that." <laughs> so, so they, yeah, they, uh, so they were they removed my mod. Uh, uh, <laughs> ability uh probably rightly so <laughs> yeah it was a butt ban <laughs> that's not the first time i've did that actually not exactly that but something of that nature um and i almost got into a fight with my roommate about this before, until i convinced him that it was an a accident uh his ex-girlfriend had texted me for something uh, asked me a question about something or something and i and I, after, so I, I looked at it, sent her uh, a answer to her message and walked over to my roommate and said, you know, uh, your, your ex-girlfriend just called me and asked me such and such and such and such. And, and he's like, that's stupid fucking bitch. God damn. And, you know, he starts going off on her. Um, I'm like, oh, geez, well, I guess, sorry, I guess I should have brought it up. And, uh, then like he comes in a couple of minutes later and says, dude, why the fuck did you record me saying that for Monica? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, dude, fucking you recorded everything I fucking said and said it to Monica. Why the fuck would you do that? I go, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> he goes, well, why the fuck did you do it? I'm like, I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. Well, it turns out while I was standing there, I still had the texting open. And one of the buttons that you can hit is like to call them or it's like, it's like a, like a half-assed, uh, like conference call thing or whatever it is. And while I was standing there, my finger brushed up against it <laughs> and recorded live all of his shit. Well, so I, so while she's just sitting with the, her, her Facebook messenger starts ringing, she picks it up and all she hears is her ex-boyfriend fucking bitching about her. And I 100% did it by accident. I wouldn't bring it up as a story here if, you know, if I, if I hadn't, but so I've done that shit more than once. I have a bad habit of like walking around with my phone on, I guess, <laughs> as opposed to like turning it off so that your fingers can't brush against shit. So once again, me not being a mod is probably a good idea. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I need to drink water. Just give me a second. Cool, delicious water. I've been drinking just water so much that when on the rare occasion I try something else, it's yeah, I it's disconcerting. Like I had cranberry juice yesterday. I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not. <laughs> I think it's the because uh, I'm afraid of fucking up my stomach. There's so many things bother it, and that uh, a lot of times I just stick with what I know doesn't bother me, just not to take any risks. So that means a lot of water. Although I do allow myself one cup of coffee a day. Ah, oh, coffee is so fucking awesome. Uh, I since I only get myself one cup of coffee a day, I make sure I do it right and go to the coffee machine in the ladies' locker room. Actually, it's not in the ladies' locker room; it's in the ladies' card room. So it's not like I'm can't be in that room. Uh, <laughs> somehow or another they managed to acquire the best fucking coffee in the entire country club they've got a uh fuck i can't remember what the name of it is but they, they got a big fancy coffee machine back there um the men's locker room has something that has the same actually it's a different machine they have an actual starbucks machine it's a big silver box with a touch screen and and you hit what you want and it makes you starbucks coffee 
and I've tried them both, and the one in the ladies' card room is actually better, uh, th th despite the fact that they both use the exact same coffee beans. Because both of them are set up to, like, um, grind your coffee beans and brew your coffee, like, just by hitting a button. And I know that's available on the uh, uh, home level, but this is, like, in a commercial level sort of thing. I, I think I looked it up, and it was, like, a $5,000 coffee machine. <laughs> And I have no clue how much they paid for a Starbucks branded digital touchscreen coffee machine in the other room. Uh, this one's, despite being really expensive, is not touchscreen. It just has normal buttons for one one espresso, two espresso, one coffee, two coffee, that sort of shit. Um, and it's goddamn fucking awesome. The coffee in the kitchen is horrible. I have no clue how the members put up with this. They've switched coffee like two or three different times in the 17 years I've been there. And all... Three of them have been fucking horrible. I don't. It's 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 a commercial bun setup, and it's and it's a commercial setup, and it makes a lot of coffee all at once. And I've tried it fresh brewed, so I know it's not because it sits there. I don't know. It's it's just not good out of that thing. There is an X in my espresso, Wolf Castle. You are incorrect, sir. Remember in the nineties when they added X to everything to make it cooler. I don't know how that happened. You know, the entire, that was the entire, when the entire extreme culture kind of jumped off, wasn't it? Everything has to be extreme. Yeah. This isn't just skiing. It's extreme skiing. <laughs> <coughs> oh, shit. I shouldn't, probably shouldn't be doing that, huh? In medical news, I'm going to get a chest x-ray on Monday. Did I tell you guys this, that my uh, fucking uh, people fucked up? I don't know who fucked up what, but... Um, and I apologize if I told this uh, story already. You know, you guys know I get high a lot, so I forget shit. Uh, but um, when I saw the my cancer doctor on Monday, he looked over, looked excuse me, she looked over my results as a nurse practitioner. I never actually saw my doctor. And we she was going over with him with, with me and saying, oh, that's awesome. That's great. That's awesome. That's great. And I think I told you guys the story. But the uh, long and short of it is she noticed that they had given me an abdominal uh, x-ray instead of a chest x-ray. And since I'd already gotten a CAT scan, there wasn't really any point in a dominal x-ray. And now I needed to go get a chest x-ray. I'm like, okay, well, extra x-rays aren't really awesome, but whatever. Uh, so tomorrow I'm going to go get my chest x-ray. And I'm glad about it, actually, because I was concerned that they didn't do it the last time because I noticed it because it was always the same thing. You always go and you get a CAT scan and a chest x-ray. Uh, first, it was like every three months. Then it was every six months. And then it was every once a year for the last uh, a year or so. And that last one was supposed to be the last one. I'd be free and clear. But nope, we have to get the chest x-rayed. But and that's a good thing because my lungs feel kind of crappy. And I know the last chest x-ray said there were signs of COPD or whatever the fuck that shit is, um, which is weird because I've never actually had a doctor say anything to me about it. I went and looked at my medical records, and I don't know why that is. It's, I don't think that's good doctoring, right? I mean, shouldn't somebody have said something to me about that? Um, multiple doctors saw it, I assume. I mean, at least my cancer doctor, he didn't say shit. <laughs> um. I guess because it's not cancer. <laughs> but and, and in this day and age, you should be an advocate for yourself. You shouldn't wait for a doctor to decide something for you. You should, you know, do research for yourself and make sure your doctor is, you know, being on the up 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 and up with you about everything and being a good, competent doctor. Uh, and now you can do that, but you didn't used to be able to. You just had to hope you had a good doctor. Now uh, most of you probably know this. You can go and access your fucking medical records. Uh, I can go to the hospital that I've uh get my testing done and look at my test results uh, like fucking normally the day after I uh, have it done. Yeah. And sometimes, so, so most of the time I know before I even see the doctor that I'm okay. So 
but you know he wants to come and have me come in and high five him and all that good shit <laughs> so and and then set up the next appointment so he can get his uh, copay off uh, doctor's visit thing going on so yeah um so i'm glad yeah i'm glad i'm getting this last uh, checks chest x-ray get it out of the way and then i will resume resume normal life woo it's a it's a it's a long time to be worried about something and while i obviously talk about it a lot because it's something that's been going on in my life pretty actively for three years i tried not to talk about how um it affected me mentally because i was it didn't really <laughs> i'll be honest with you guys i was gonna go on this big long thing about how hard it was for me and stuff it wasn't hard for me at all i knew i wasn't gonna get cancer again black on wood i just fucked myself over uh it, it just didn't feel like it was should it should happen is same same with the entire dying from it like my wife was terrified i was gonna die from it a lot of people said they were really concerned a lot of people thought i was gonna die after they saw me after the surgery i never once thought i was gonna die um the, the thought really never really crossed my mind I, I i was never like oh my god this is it or god I, you know i hope i'm gonna be okay i i don't know i don't know why it's and it's weird because i am not a brave person <laughs> by nature uh, I'm, I'm i'm a cautious person uh, uh and uh if you make me angry, I can be stupidly brave, but on a normal basis, I'm not really a brave, courageous guy. So I had no clue why that happened. And, and, and through the entire three years, I've never really concerned about it. I always just thought these are just shit to get out of the way. I, uh, I'm more concerned about the COPD thing. I think I got going on than any kind of cancer, you know? <laughs> so let's hope I maintain that attitude because I'm terrified of dying. That's, that's the weird thing. You know, I don't even like thinking about it, you know, uh, dwelling on too much and like what it would be like or any of that stuff. I no, 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 no. It gets all weird in my head. If I start thinking about dying and that kind of shit. So I, I don't think about that shit at all. Cause I don't, you know, I don't want to die. It's that would suck. I think it's because I don't really believe in religion all that much. I'm hopeful that religion is real. That would be an awesome fucking thing. Cause that means I'm not going to stay permanently dead. Uh, but I don't think that's what's going on. I think once you're dead, you're dead, and that's going to suck really bad. So I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> Anyways, let's find something else to talk about. That's all morbid and shit. <clears throat> so let's see. Sorry, I didn't mean to clear my throat in your ear. Oh, Dan the Wolfman is talking about Willow and the Princess Bride. I'm scared to click on that. I've seen that thread rolling around for two days. Uh, and he just... He just got such weird views. I mean, I want him on the show but I'm also scared to have them know where I live or anything like that. So, I mean, it's kind of a, <laughs> a yin yang sort of thing. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll read the first sentence and then we're done. Uh, he said, Willow and the princess bride were far superior to the trash shit that they pump out nowadays, even with Hollywood trying to appease Satan Moloch. Yes, you literally, y'all haven't studied the history of California that well, it was in parentheses, and making many leading men, Val Kilmer in this case, cross-dress because they get off on the power of perverting everything. <laughs> okay, that was well worth it. They made Val Kilmer cross-dress in Willow because they get off on the power of perverting everything. Has he actually seen this movie? I mean... Um, does he know nothing about Scottish culture or any, any of that kind of shit? <laughs> I mean, obviously it's a fantasy movie, so it's not Scottish culture. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I don't even want to unpack any of that. We're going to move on. I don't know what to say to any of that. It's, it's, uh, 
It's just fucking goddamn, dude. <laughs> All right, we, seriously, we're going to move on. I don't... Oh, no, yeah, we're going to move on from Crazy Dan the Wolfman thing, but we're not going to move on from Willow and the Princess Bride because he is right that both of those are amazing movies. Uh, I'm more of a fan of uh, Willow than the Princess Bride because... Um, I don't know, uh, Princess Bride was a little campier and such, kind of theatrical almost, while uh, Willow is just a great fucking fantasy movie, you know? Uh, God, I say you know a lot. I need to stop doing that. I need to stop doing catchphrases. Stuff like you know and, uh, you know, those are verbal pauses while you're trying to think of things, and and that's not something I want to include in my speech pattern, so I'm going to try to keep away from that. (sighs) Probably won't work well. But yeah, Willow is just a great movie in general. Jesus Christ. Uh, God, it's been so long since I've seen it. It's got to be 20, maybe 30 years. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I just realized that. Holy shit. Do I want to go back and watch it again? Have any of you guys uh, watched Willow like within the last five or 10 years, like when you were definitely adults as opposed to kids or teenagers? Because some of those hold up great and some of them don't hold up at all. Um Elgato says it's horrible. Oh no, that's not why. I'm uh that's not a good sign. <laughs> now don't get me wrong, the Princess Bride is a great movie. It's just a different type of movie than uh Willow. And speaking of that, Princess Bride does hold up. Uh actually in some ways it holds up better because I, I understand the jokes a little bit better as an adult than I did as a kid. Um but no, I think when it comes right down to it, I think Willow's the better movie. That's not to say I don't like Princess Bride. That's all I'm trying to say. And I'll backtrack all I want, man. <laughs> I don't hold myself to any of my statements, and you shouldn't either. Uh, speaking of uh, statements, that's no, this, this segue does not work at all. A Detroit steakhouse is standing by its dress code policy, barring customers who smell like marijuana. Don't even think of stepping inside. All right, let's check this shit out. Um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. I do. I smoke a lot, and I don't mind the smell of marijuana at all. But I can understand a lot of people don't like it. So, a steakhouse in Detroit is standing by its dress code that includes smelling like marijuana. In a Facebook post, a Caucus Club in Detroit wrote its dress code policy is business casual, reminding customers that proper attire is required and that includes smelling like marijuana uh this is the caption seriously people hoodies and jerseys are not business attire neither are neither are ball caps and sneakers most importantly if you smell like marijuana don't even think of stepping inside the cactus club caucus club excuse me and looking it over Oh, yeah, 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 of course, now now uh, he's being accused of racism. <laughs> this is a thinly veiled attempt at racism, trying to racially profile before your clients even show up. Probably a kiss of death for the establishment. I'll certainly never eat there, one person wrote. Another person wrote, this is coded language for racism and is likely going to be used as a tool to prevent black and POC, people of color, detroiters from dining here, another user commented. Now, the uh, owner says, uh, told the uh, new shills, uh, that's not like it at all. He said, we've had people celebrating their 50th anniversary last week, the week before that. They're getting dressed up. They're putting on an evening gown, their earrings, their best suit. They're coming out to celebrate. They expect to be surrounded by like-minded guests. 
So what do you guys think? Do you think there's uh, a, uh, obviously a, oh, I'm sorry. Here comes a call. I was reading. Give me a second. Come on. Oops, I lost you. Try calling in again. Like I said, I was reading the article, so I didn't see a call until it was too late. So whoever's calling, call back. I will certainly accept your call. I never uh, refuse a call. I might hang up on you right away if you're being mean to me, but uh, uh, I'll never uh, turn on a call. So please call back. Anyways, so what do you guys think? Do you guys think that's a uh, um, a legitimate thing, or you think that's uh, that you should be able to put something like that in? I think a dress code is a dress code. Uh, I believe they're probably start the people that are accusing them of racism are probably more upset about like the Jersey and ball caps and that sort of thing. Um, the no marijuana smell adds a different layer to that, but I tend to uh, side with the restaurant people. Uh, it's your establishment. You can have whatever kind of dress code that you like. Um, and Wolf Castle says they have the right to refuse service to anyone. Yeah. Um, but it does sound like they're trying to keep black people out of the restaurant. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a restaurant in Detroit. Uh, if you were trying to keep black people out of your restaurant, that meant you're trying to keep about 80% of the population out of your restaurant. That does not seem like good business. Does it? I don't think that's the intention at all. He's tr they're trying to keep poor people out of their restaurant. Cause that's what the, what this is really about. And poor doesn't have a color. Although I understand, obviously in Detroit, since it has about, something like 80% uh, population of black people and being a poor city, there is a, a significant percentage of black people in Detroit that are poor. Um, so is it racism in that regard? I mean, kind of, I mean, kind of, kind of not, but once again, it's his establishment. He can have people, any kind of dress code he wants. <clears throat> that would bum me out. Cause I probably wouldn't be able to get in there. Although maybe, maybe I could just, you know, not smoke a joint before I go to <laughs> go to eat there. That'd be pretty easy. Right. You know, Smoke a joint, take a shower, change your clothes, and go. Bam! Problem solved. Poor. Did you just say poor? They can afford pot. Pot's fucking cheap in the Detroit area, my friend. It really is. Um, like I can show you a website right now where you can get like an ounce of okay weed delivered to you for a hundred bucks. Um, and good weed, and perfectly good weed for hundred and fifty bucks. You know that's uh, pretty cheap as far as that goes. And that's just for like commercial delivery service <clears throat> if you have any kind of connection to a grower or anything like that you can get weed fucking dirt cheap plus as wolf castle mentioned anybody can grow their own now it is recreationally legal you can throw up uh, plants wherever the fuck you want yay and this is weird because this is not something i ever thought was going to happen um certainly not in my lifetime this is something we talked about as like fantasy talk when we were like young potheads like 16 17 oh dude wouldn't it be crazy if they legalized it oh they're never gonna legalize it fuck no you know, big pharmacy will never let them legalize that shit. It's never going to happen. And fucking here we go. It's fucking happening. Um, even when they made it medically legal, you know, in Michigan, I still didn't think it was going to go recreationally legal this quickly because look how long it took California. California really jump-started the entire fucking country by going, yeah, oh, fuck you, federal government. We don't care. And, you know, that's... It, and we owe California a debt to all of us pot smokers because it wouldn't be going on like this if they hadn't decided that they didn't give a shit what the government thought, uh, federal government that is, and they were going to let their citizens do whatever the fuck they wanted, kind of, which is weird because that's not how, how California is at all anymore. From what I understand, there's all kinds of legislation and stuff restricting people, but that's a different show. You guys know I don't do politics. 
Um, but yeah, when I was 17, 18, we'd ha- we talk about like what would happen when it come- went recreationally legal. Like would Marlboro start uh, selling Marlboro greens? And we never thought about at all about the fact that Marlboro would be barely in business at this point because, you know, fucking everyone smokes cigarettes. So obviously Marlboro would be the one selling marijuana. <clears throat> now, if the government tried to give like a, a contract to Marlboro to, to, you know, grow marijuana, they'd be fucking ousted in like fucking two minutes. Oh, you can't let a tobacco company do that. They'll just get all of our kids addicted. Well, yeah, that any company that's going to sell you weed is going to try to get you addicted. That's what they want to sell you more weed. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least my drug dealer's honest about it he he wants he wants to repeat business hold on a second give me a second i need to take a drink of water all right is there anything you want to talk about by the way i know i ask this all the time but i have to remind you guys that you're free to call in to talk about whatever you want you don't have to stick to the topics i'm talking about my topics are fucking stupid and i find them randomly as i'm talking to you guys so it's not high quality topics so if you got anything good you want to talk about anything meaty or beefy uh, feel free to call in. Actually, if you want, if you can even, I'll even go a step further. If you, you have something you want me to pontificate upon, uh, just go ahead and throw it in the chat box and I will uh, do that as well. Uh, I was thinking about, oh, you know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't done uh, Jay Says in quite a while. Um, I will try this if you guys want. Anything you guys want me to say, throw it into the chat box and I'll try to do my best radio broadcaster voice. Yeah, okay, maybe not. <laughs> I guess I put you guys on the spot for a change instead of you guys putting me on the spot. So yeah, if you guys think of something you want to throw it in there, uh, just throw what Jay says in front of it so I know that's what you're asking me to say something or as opposed to it being part of the uh, conversation. Because as I've mentioned, the uh, chat box gets pretty active. And it's hard to keep track of it sometimes. So anyways, let's swing on back over to the OG and see if you can't pull one more topic out. Jay says, sing the Rainbow Connection. I can sing along to the Rainbow Connection, but I don't think you guys want that. Uh, Jay says, 11. 11. Yeah, see, Kristen certainly does want, not want me to sing the Rainbow Connection. Yeah, it's um, I am not a good singer. I'm an enthusiastic singer. I like to sing. Uh, I don't like singing in front of other people because uh, I realize that my singing is really, really bad. Um. Uh, and I don't like to inflict people on that. It's embarrassingly bad. So, but I, I sing like in the shower sometimes. I, I like I like doing that. Um, now they're now they're trying to get me to do it. Um, here's the thing: I can try to sing along to the song, but I'm not sure if I remember the lyrics quite well. So, um, we will try. And here's the thing: I'm going to sing along to the song, but you guys aren't going to be able to hear the song. I don't think because it's going to be played, uh, you know, uh, through my earphones. So that will get really, really. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you guys want that. I think it's a bad idea, right? Yeah, it's probably a bad idea. We're not going to go for that. <laughs> Do it. God damn it, you guys! All right, fucking a. This is going to be horrible. <laughs> Let's find it. <clears throat> Rain. Rainbow. You know what? Maybe let's let's try this. Um, I switch it from my headphones over to, I mean, we, we might, let me know if we get an echo. We're going to test this out so, so really quick. Hold on a second. Let's switch this over to, instead of audio to my headphones, my, these little shitty speakers on my monitor. Let's see how that works. 
All right. Are you guys getting any kind of uh, echo from that right now? Or is that still uh, sound the same? I don't think you guys should get an echo because, uh, yeah, nothing. Okay, good. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, now, now we'll find the uh, song. Uh, let's see. Yeah, right here. Can you guys hear that? Uh, excellent. I don't have the lyrics, so I'm just have to sing along. Right? Are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows of illusions and only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we are told and some choose to believe it. I went on the wrong way to see. I don't know the lyrics really. <laughs> Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. I think it's probably enough, guys. <laughs> That goes on for another three minutes, but I don't really know the lyrics to it. <laughs> I apologize for everyone who had to hear that. Okay, let's... Uh... <laughs> uh, shit, I, you know, I could uh, pull up karaoke for different stuff, but I don't think we should do too much of that all at once. But every once in a while, I, I can pull up a karaoke song and sing it if you guys think it's amusing. I don't mind doing that. All right, but I think maybe one song a, a show is probably enough. Tit Santana says he's a karaoke king. Are you good at it? Uh, I've known a couple people that were really good at karaoke. Um, yeah, Tits, you want to call in and sing something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's more than enough. Thanks, thanks, Kirsten, for letting me know. Yeah, <laughs> Tits is like, nope. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I knew, actually, I knew a guy that was just a great singer, but he wouldn't do karaoke, and I don't know why. Um, my buddy Doug, he was the singer of the uh, heavy metal band that I was friends with growing up. Like, I, they were in my school and stuff. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, he, he started off sounding horrible because he did fucking heavy metal singing. But, like, 10 years later, we're hanging out in his, uh, in his practice space. Um, me and him and a couple people, you know, just drinking and smoking you know, and someone busts, busts out an acoustic guitar, and all of a sudden he st starts singing like a motherfucker. I'm like, holy fuck, I you can actually sing? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, dude! <laughs> you know, he could pull off, like, um, that In Your in your Eyes version, but not the Peter Gabriel one, like the Jeffrey Gaines, I think that dude's name is. Uh, he could pull off that song amazing. I never knew he had it in him, and I couldn't get him to try karaoke at all at no at, at any time i'm like dude you've got a great voice you can sing great you you did it professionally although heavy metal singing so he has like you know the the lungs and breath control anyways and it turns out that when he's not screaming like a madman he's got a great voice and can carry a tune very well uh, and i i was it frustrated me to all hell that he never used that anymore because by the time we were starting to do that he was already done with being a band in a band he just kept the practice space because it was a cool place to hang out yeah <laughs> uh his the rest of his band was using it as in as another band, but he was pretty much just done with doing it. And to find out that he had like 
probably professional quality singing in them and never used it is frustrating as hell. I'd like to be able to sing while I, you know, it'd be, it'd be great, but you know, certain things are not for certain people. Jay, can you do a heavy metal scream? I don't know. <clears throat> it's probably gonna make me cough like a motherfucker. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, it's, I guess we're getting silly on the show tonight. Well, you know, we only got 10 minutes left, so you guys got any fucking ridiculous requests you want to throw at me, I'd be more than happy to. Jay, give me a medal. Are you ready? <laughs> Jay, give me a medal. Are you ready? There you go. I tell you guys I do voiceover work. I'd love to be able to do some of the more crazy shit. All the voiceover work I do is commercial voiceover work. So it's me basically talking like this. Sometimes they want a little more bass in it or a little more official or a little more conversational. But it's still my same basic voice or versions of it, you know. Uh, and I've never had the opportunity to do any kind of crazy uh, voiceover work because most of that sort of stuff is more like voice acting. And I've never even pursued voice acting work because that's a different level of voiceovers. And I feel like I should be more established in the field doing the easier shit before I try to dive into something like that. Because that requires actual acting. And I have no clue if I can act or not. I've never fucking did it. I mean, there's people that take all kinds of training to be actors. So it seems kind of presumptuous to me just to jump into it. But on the other hand, that's what lots of voice actors do. Is that's just how That's how they get into it. Yeah, I know. Well, you, well, Kristen, you got to remember, I was not trying to sing that song to sound good. I was trying to sing that song to sound like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> D don't get me wrong, me singing it normally would have been just as bad, if, po if not possibly worse. But I was trying to give it that, you know, so many, you know, <laughs> that kind of high pitch kind of thing that he's got going on. <laughs> sure. Okay, you know, I don't... don't don't tempt fate. I will show you an equally bad singing of a different uh, genre if you, if you like. Uh, shit. Um, <laughs> you guys want to play one of my old rap songs? <laughs> At one point, we had a shtick going like at like the first 20 or 30 uh, uh, episodes where we uh, where we decided to, to rap battle each other. <clears throat> so I and other listeners would record themselves karaoke rap songs. And the people that I was doing it with were good at it. Uh, tenor, one of the people doing it was excellent. Oh, God, who else was doing it? There, like, a whole bunch of people were. And they're all very good at it. And I was not good at it at all. <laughs> but I did it anyways. So, And, and there's actually a couple uh, YouTube videos of me up there doing it. And they, it's bad. It's just really bad. I won't even play any of those. It's comically bad. I was also having lung issues at some point back then. That's one of the reasons why I quit doing it. So not only were they bad, they're really breathy sounding like <laughs> it's how it's kind of hard to sound like uh, sound cool when you're also sound like you're about to pass out. So <laughs> so we won't be doing any of those. At least I don't play a ukulele. No, no, I, I kind of play the bass, but kind of not really. It depends how you look at it. I play bass on Rocksmith, but that's how I learned how to play. So theoretically speaking, I can play a bass. But if you took away Rocksmith, I don't remember any songs. So technically speaking, I guess I can't play the bass. <laughs> um uh oh we're being invaded what do you want little dog normally don't they don't bother me while while the wife's home they're her dogs i just have to entertain them when she's not here <laughs> i probably should play a ukulele thanks tits that, that'd be that would be a great uh hobby no no I, I have enough silly hobbies i don't think i need to add anymore All right, let's swing back over to the OG for one more topic. I think we can find one more to topic and stretch it for eight minutes or so, right? 
Uh, let's see. Hmm, someone's asking for crockpot recipes. That's very OG. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I remember something they were talking about earlier, although I can't find the thread. They were talking about brass knuckles, which is a scary subject, isn't it? Um, they were asking if anyone had actually been hit with brass knuckles or had been hit with or had hit someone with brass knuckles because he had said, you know, you hear about those things, but you've never actually seen them in person. <coughs> I had a, bur a pair of brass knuckles for about two or three hours. <laughs> I uh, I found them in, in my stepdad's thing, swiped them, and ended up giving them to a friend of mine two or three hours later. And I have no regrets about it at all. My stepdad was an asshole. It was the, I think it was the only thing I ever stole from him. I, I was terrified to death of him, and I and I don't steal things. But for some reason or another, when I saw the chance to palm that, I fucking did. And I, like I said, I have no regrets. <laughs> but yeah, uh the guy I gave it to never hit anybody with it, as far as I know. I've never seen anybody hit with brass knuckles. It seems like it'd be hard to do it without hurting yourself. Uh, I because I did, you know, try them. That's not not on a person. Like like I put tried gripping them and stuff, and I couldn't even find a, a way to grip them where it felt like it would do anything but fuck up your hand when you hit them. Um, and some people say you you use more like swinging blows to fuck up their face rather than like a solid blow, but. Um, Either way, it'd probably suck to get hit with one. I never knew why they were popular, because everywhere I know, they're fucking illegal. You're not allowed to have one. Um, so why would you carry something that's that's an automatic felony in, felony in almost every place uh, I know when you could just carry a knife? You know, most people are, most places allow you to carry a knife, which is probably a better way of defending yourself than a pair of brass knuckles. Clearly, a pistol's better than both of them, but uh, there are situations where you'd rather have a knife than a gun, I guess, if they're super duper close. Um, that's uh, not something I'd be interested in learning. Oh, knives are sharp and pointy, and I don't like getting cut. Oh, yeah. It's all, speaking of uh, getting cut, it's almost UFC time. Um, as always, I'd like to remind you guys to stick around after the show and look for Sly Dog's Fight Companion. He does them almost every UFC Saturday. Uh, I haven't actually talked to him to, know, to say for sure that he's going to do one today, but he normally does. So sometime between 7 and 9 o'clock, <laughs> I don't know when he starts them sometimes, it depends, look for Sly Dog's Fight Companion. All it is is a whole bunch of friends hanging out and shooting the shit while they watch the UFC fights. It's a great time, and honestly, it's a way better show than mine. So if you like my show, you'll love his show. It's it's like my show of other people. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so yeah, go check that out. He's a great guy, and he runs a fun show. All right, well, since it is UFC uh, night, why don't we go over and talk about the UFC just for a second before I get out of here. I honestly think that uh, Stipe, I think I said that right, is going to win fairly handily, and unless he gets caught, and, you know, which is hedging my bets, because but that's heavyweight. Anybody can get caught heavyweight. That's why most people don't defend the title that much before it gets uh, turned over, because fucking you only have to get hit once in heavyweight and have the show over. Um but I think he's going to win fairly handily. I think it's going to be a decision, and I think it's going to be a comfortable decision. F no bro says Jay would look right with an accordion. I, uh, I, uh, fucking no, 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 no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a big Weird Al fan, but I, no, no on the accordion. I, I, besides, it looks hard, you know, to be honest with you. 
Uh, I can barely master simple stuff on the bass. I, I don't think I could handle something that complex. I just wanted to play piano. Um, that's that's up there with the top things. Some days I think I'd rather learn how to play piano and be awesome at piano than guitar or, or bass. I'll be honest with you, I'd rather be better at ba guitar than bass. It's just that bass is easier for me because I got big hands and the big strings are help me out a lot better than those tiny little strings that are so close together on the guitar. I have a guitar and I can't really play it because... I mean, I can, but I have to be super careful because the, the strings are so fucking close together and my, ten, my fingers tend to cover up multiple ones. And yeah, so, um, but in my dreams, sometimes it's piano because piano is fucking cool. Um, you don't hear piano in enough songs. <laughs> I know it's hard to swing piano into a heavy metal song, but I, if you tried, I think I'd appreciate it. <laughs> but uh I don't think you're going to see, I don't know. And when I say piano, I say mean piano, like synthesizer stuff, man, that doesn't do too much for me. Uh, having said that, the, that Jurassic uh, five song, uh, golden, keeping it golden. I can't remember the name of it has some awesome fucking keyboard synthesizer in that. So I might be wrong about it. I just like, I really like the backbeat on that. And I'm almost certain it's like some sort of synthesizer keyboard thing. Tit says one finger power, uh, one finger power chords are fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've tried some of those, but those, uh, those don't only get you so far. And, uh, so I, I messed with it for like three or four months and decided I'd just go back to bass because I was okay at that. And it was frustrating to do it for several months and not have uh, much luck in improving. Yep. Yep. Metal. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're going to call that a night. Uh, I want to thank you guys all for listening. Uh, remember, once again, sometime next week, possibly on a special show, we're going to have Adam Hunter on here. It's actually going to happen. He gave me his real phone number, like crazy fucker. So I... I I rest assured that either he's going to be on the show or he's going to block my messages. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, I don't do shows on Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday normally. As I said, watch out for that special show. But other than that, uh, I'll catch you guys on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Until then, I'm Pastor Jay, and you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Yeah, fuck the OG, fuck the OG.